Uh, we like to mix it up. We're not just going to read studies and give you our feedback on them. We, we like to mix it up, folks. So, obviously, we're in the Halloween season. We're in the holiday season, and Halloween is uh, essentially the day this podcast gets released on Halloween. So, we figured we uh, do a, a, a seasonal a holiday-themed episode. So, I was looking through some articles about Halloween, and I was like, what's really interesting about Halloween? Well, um, I found, found some stats that I found that I thought were pretty uh, uh, surprising or astounding. Maybe. Astound? Ooh, yes. Sadly, I couldn't find anything more recently, but according to some 2012 statistics, the it says, on Halloween night, the average American will eat roughly 3.4 pounds of candy, oh. and the average American kid will consume as many as 7,000 calories, which... You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness Podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and another edition of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast. Uh, by the time you're hearing this, uh, hopefully you will be either celebrating trick-or-treating or getting ready to celebrate trick-or-treating or have already celebrated Halloween. Okay. So there's three possibilities. There's somehow you will be or have been affected by Halloween. Exactly right. So that's a great way to put it. So <laughs> we're going to have a Halloween-themed episode. And we're going to, of course, we talk always talk about health and fitness. So we're going to look into um, how much uh, candy uh, plays a part in Halloween on this week's episode of the Addicted Fitness Podcast. Um, so... Uh, but before we jump into that, we want to thank you guys for listening this week. Um, for those who have shared the podcast with a friend, we really want to thank you guys. You guys are helping us spread the good word of fitness, and we really need you all to continue to do that. So keep up the good work. And if you've left a rating and review in Apple Podcasts or preferred podcast app, thank you very much. Indeed. Mm-hmm. So keep on doing that, guys. We really appreciate it. Um, please go uh, check out aminoco.com slash ATF. It's one of our sponsors. Uh, they help this podcast go. So check out uh, the products they offer. Um, and if you guys are interested, after you read the page, uh, use the code ATF at checkout to get 30% off. So on to the, sh- the training recaps for this week. Yeah. How was your training recap this week? It was definitely more robust this week. Or I should say, how was your training this week? It's probably a better way of putting it. Yeah. More robust. My training, my training was good. I got a couple days of like 40, 45 minute workouts mm-hmm. in. Like one day I did two kind of stacked workouts, um, like a bike ride and a Pilates. I did three different bike rides. One of them was 45 minutes. Um and yeah, I mean, it was a four to five day workout training week for me. Mm-hmm. Plus, we now have a new walking buddy. Yeah. In our family. So that also got me out of the house. And I will say, I really, I really missed that. Like having. It's nice out right now, so it's not miserable going outside. But Mm -hmm. it's nice to be out walking around the neighborhood, even if it's just for a little quick stroll. 
Right. Yeah. And like I said, we had our last week's episode was about walking. So it was interesting that you probably yeah. uh, got to do more walks this past week and you've done I've it in a while. Definitely been doing more so walks. So, you know, the podcast inspired you, I guess, to say the least. Uh, yes. Or our four legged person, <laughs> a friend inspired you. I almost said four legged person, which would have been that very be, weird and bizarre. That's, that's um, weird. Uh, okay. You know, it is Halloween. But <clears throat> so, well, congratulations on a more robust week. Thank you. Uh, my training was uh, pretty robust this week, too. Um, uh, got to two jujitsu classes, and the second one of the week really uh, kicked my butt. Um, I had a uh, lifting days, including Wednesday this week, which was a, uh, a pretty impressive day, if I don't say so myself. Mm. I looked at the fitness rings recently on, my, uh, on the health app on my phone, and I think 16,000 steps... Uh, burned over uh, like 1,200 calories or something like that. So it was a big day and had two separate workouts, two separate lifting workouts. Uh, did some kettlebell action here at home and then did an upper body session at the gym. Actually got to go to the gym and hit the sauna this week. So uh, it was uh, it was a good week for working out for me. Uh, by Friday, I was super sore. Like I said, Thursday, I, I was... Uh, Definitely, uh, jujitsu kicked my butt on Thursday. So <laughs> I was, uh, I was a little, uh, my Friday workout was very, uh, recovery based. So lots, I actually did ah. some walking myself too. So I, uh, I was inspired by last week's episode. Well, so, that's good. Yeah. Actually, can I, can I say something really quick Absolutely. on that topic? Uh huh. I got more people reaching out about our walking episode saying that. It was in their recommendations that they were listening to it, that they were walking while listening to it, that Mm -hmm. they sent it to a family member who also is like someone who walks. It was like, I mean, I've not received so many people coming to me proactively. Like I didn't ask like, oh, hey, have you listened to this week's podcast? Mm -hmm. And it was so great to to feel like wow we're like a part of this and this is this is something people are really passionate about like it's such a great starting point for some people but it's also like a love for others yeah so i just thought that was that was just so nice i agree i think we had similar situations or or experiences you know somebody reached out to us that wow the person reached out to me i don't talk to as much as i would like um, just text me out of the blue and said, hey, man, just listen to this. This is how many steps I do. And, you know, sometimes I, I change up my pace and I feel it really helps me for my physical and mental clarity. So um, it was really cool, to, the, like you said, to see that people are, get a reaction from people. So let's turn those uh, texts and some rating reviews, folks. How about that? Yes. Uh, I know. I need, <clears throat> I need to be better about when people say that stuff because, like, my – one of my family members sent me a, like a Marco Polo message saying uh-huh. like, oh, I'm listening to your podcast. And it's like, it would have taken you less time to just put it in a review <laughs> than to record a video about it. But That's right. either way, it, That's right. it feels wonderful. We love it. Mm-hmm. So um, on to this week's uh, main topic of discussion. And like I said, we, we, every once in a while we'll do things like taste tests and, uh, 
some uh, on-location episodes, so uh, we like to mix it up. We're not just going to read studies and give you our feedback on them. We, we like to mix it up, folks. So, obviously, we're in the Halloween season. We're in the holiday season, and Halloween is uh, essentially the day this podcast gets released on Halloween. So, we figured we uh, do a, a, a seasonal a holiday-themed episode. So, I was looking through some articles about Halloween, and I was like, what's really interesting about Halloween? Well, um, I found, found some stats that I found that I thought were pretty uh, uh, surprising or astounding. Maybe. Astound- Ooh, yeah. Astounding. Sadly, I couldn't find anything more recently, but according to some 2012 statistics, the it says, on Halloween night, the average American will eat roughly 3.4 pounds of candy, oh. and the average American kid will consume as many as 7,000 calories, which is the equivalent of what? eating <laughs> a burrito. Uh, so what? now this is from 2012. This is from visual. Let me see. Is there an infographic? Apparently, it was pulled from. Let's see. Oops. Sorry, guys. The sources: U.S. candy consumption and Halloween spending facts. National Retail Federation. So this is from 2012. Um, so. It's interesting. Some other ones, uh, some interesting stuff. Um, let's see what they have. 3.4 pounds of candy over Halloween. Um, the average trick-or-treater consumes about three cups of sugar, equivalent of 220 sugar packets. The kids consume up to, I always said that, kids would need to trick or treat for 180 miles, 60 hours to burn off what they eat. That's Boston and New York City. Wowzers. <sighs> that's insane. So, yeah, that's uh that's kind of what's related, I guess, to uh some of the calorie statistics related to uh what's consumed on Halloween. Uh so some of the more numbers uh, that I found that I thought were interesting is basic is that the United States is in 2022. United States is expected to spend a combined uh, total of roughly three billion dollars on trick or treat candy in the Halloween se- Halloween season. Wowzer! Yeah. So, uh, and I think that breaks down. They show they say per person on candy, they're spending about thirty dollars. Per person on Halloween candy, or a person is spending thirty dollars. I think that's how they 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 said it. Right? So each person. It says it says in 2022, consumers in the United States expected to spend an average of twenty nine dollars and fifty cents on candy for trick or treating on Halloween. Wow. Wow! Wow! Okay. I I don't honestly. I guess it helps that we don't have a whole lot of foot traffic mm-hmm. of trick-or-treaters. But, like, $30. Yeah, I think, like I said, we've we've uh, we bought one bag of candy and, and got through fine for the last several uh, Halloweens. But like you said, we don't get a ton of... Uh, of trick or treaters, but yeah. So what we wanted to kind of uh, do on this episode, and it's very subjective, I yes. will admit. 
Um, but I think it's fun, and I think it's a, a good jumping-off point. So hopefully we get the, the feedback we got from last week's episode. We get some feedback about this week's episode, too, because we're going to put out, I'm going to say it now, the definitive list Ooh. of the best Halloween candy and the worst Halloween candy. All right? So if you guys disagree or agree, let us know. Let let your voices be heard by leaving a rating review or texting or texting Shannon and I directly. Oh, you can send us a DM on our Instagram, the ATF Podcast. Yes, that's right. That's so a, that's the best way to do that, it. Exactly right. Thank you. So we're about to give you the definitive list of best and worst Halloween candy. Um, and if you don't you don't like what you hear, let us know about it by sending us a message on the ATF <laughs> ATF Podcast. So um, I'm going to go. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna do one of each. How about that? Okay. And I don't know if we're gonna we're gonna make a list. So this is not rankings, though. Okay. I'm just gonna go a list. So you're just gonna list your. I'm gonna go the worst best. or fe- least. I'm gonna do uh, one of each. Okay. Uh, from the best and the worst. Okay. That sound okay? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I'm gonna say uh, Reese's peanut butter cups is by far uh, one of the best. So if I have to, let's just go ahead. I'm going to rank it, okay? The best overall, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. I should have done this in reverse order, but too late now. Okay. So on my worst list is uh, Laffy Taffy. Yeah. Or, I mean, I, I don't want, I think I know Laffy Taffy specific, but I'm saying any real taffy. I, I've never been, I know you don't usually get this on Halloween, but saltwater taffy. Uh, I would take saltwater over Laffy Taffy. I don't even, I, that saltwater taffy sounds so disgusting to me. <laughs> I just like it being, watched being made. That was one thing I remember being on the boardwalk, like in Ocean City, they would make it, like these big machines would make the saltwater taffy, you could yeah. wash it from outside. That's the only thing that interests me. Tasting it, no thank you. Um, but yeah, taffy um, is on my worst candy list, while Reese's Peanut Butter Cup is essentially uh, the pinnacle of Halloween candy. Yeah. I, what about you? I mean, that's definitely... It's a good one. I'm mm-hmm. going to say it's up there. Right. I have an unpopular um, top favorite. You have an unpopular? Yeah. Okay. Because I was looking up some other lists okay. of worst and, and best. And uh, apparently coconut mounds or almond joys mm-hmm. are not popular. Like they are usually at the bottom of the list, but they are like, now I will say like my Taste and candy have changed. Oh yeah, I find most 100%. most of the like chocolate bars these days are too sweet. I can't even taste the chocolate in them anymore. Right. So I feel like mounds and almond joys somehow have kind of hung in there with a consistent flavor profile for me, and they've increased. Like I feel like I'm a grandparent because I feel like my grandparents were really big fans of those back in the day. I'm becoming an old lady right before her eyes. I don't, yeah, um, I, I definitely don't think I'll eat those. In I my do years. like those, but yeah. I'm going to throw out my number, my number, like, this is like my top three favorites. Butterfinger. Yeah. Is one of the top two. Thank you for stealing one of mine. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I know we do multiple. 
thought we were doing. Fine, just, just go. But I, I'll, I'll share, I'll share a, a bad one. Um, what did you say again? I said Laffy Taffy. Laffy Taffy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw out good and plenty. I hated getting those things. What is good and plenty? Good and plenty and or Mike and Ike's. Okay. Those are awful. Yeah, those are bad. I'm like, why did you waste the sugar and make these? I hate them so much. I agree. I'm not Passionate hatred. And thankfully, we don't, I don't see them a lot down here. Right. In um, like the, the Halloween candy that much. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah, we just did a trunk or treat, and uh, so Ella brought home some candy, and there wasn't a lot of ones that I was a fan of in there. There were very few. No. So, like I so said, a lot of... what's one that, besides the peanut butter cups? Because well, that is, I that is one of the top. That's number two on delish.com. Well, for me, and I think I'm going to steal one of yours, so uh, Twix. Okay. Twix is right up there. That that used to be, but that's one of the ones for me that got really sweet. Oh, well, I, I can still take it, you know. Uh, I am a fan of the mini ones, so the mini bars, or the, all the mini candies are nice. The little bite-sized yeah. ones, those are great. Yeah, and you don't feel when you bad when you eat 16 of them, so. Um, <laughs> as bad, I should say. Um, but, uh, yes, yeah, so one of the worst candies is, uh, all on my worst candy list is... Um, raisinets. <gasps> no, I hate chocolate covered raisins. I that is love, disgusting. I love. I barely raisinets. like raisins in the first place. So I'm just gonna say, yeah. that I'm not a raisin guy. I um, do, but love to ch- cover them in chocolate is not helping their case. I'd rather them in ch- like the yogurt covered raisins. I'm yeah. okay with that. I can manage that. I don't like it. I don't know. But the chocolate-covered raisins, get that out of here. That is disgusting. It's rough. Hey, this is... I love those. Well, you know, send a message to an anonymous (laughs) message on our Instagram. Yeah, let us know where you stand. Are you pro or con? What about you? You got any best and worst? Oh, yeah. Let me see it. So... Let me hear it. Let me see it. Give me the candy. Um, so for best, now this, I, this is another one I know is really polarizing. There's people love them. Some people hate them. I love Whoppers. Yep. The malted chocolate. Yeah. The malt chocolate balls. Those are good. I blame my dad. That was like my dad and I's candy. Always has been. It's really good movie candy. Yeah. I mean, they're just great because you can just sit there and let them melt in your mouth Mm -hmm. or you can crunch them. And it's a, like a cookie and a chocolate yeah, all in one. It's so good. Pretty awesome. So that is one that I always got so excited when I got those in my my Halloween. And whenever Ella gets them, I'm like, oh, you've got more than one. I'm just going to put that over to the side. <laughs> but um, on the flip side, as far as like worst goes, I'm going to throw it out there. Tootsie rolls. Tootsie rolls are bad. Terrible for your teeth. The like the I I hate the chewy factor. Yep. And it's not it's like not quite chocolate. Is it supposed to be chocolate? Is it chocolate or is it supposed to be like molasses? Or like I don't know. Like I love molasses. Don't get me wrong. That's I love that. 
don't like whatever Tootsie Rolls yeah, are. Tootsie and Rolls I just terrible. saw in Ella's pile, there's a fruit Tootsie Roll now. Mm. And I'm like, oh, no, they're trying to reinvent Tootsie Rolls. Oof. So I, I'm not excited about it. I'm a little disappointed, actually. But yeah, Tootsie Rolls, and they're still so prevalent in those candy packs. You see, like the multi ones, you can't get those multi packs without freaking yeah. Tootsie Rolls in there. I agree. So disappointing. Mm. <laughs> All right, so back to the best of my yes. best of list. You if said you don't already. say the ne- if you don't say this one, then I'm putting it on my list. So. Well, the one that's I'm not going to go with the obvious one. Okay. I'm going to go with a little bit off of it because I do like it. Nestle Crunch. Ooh, those are good. I'm a big Nestle Crunch fan. Um, so it's a uh, it's it's I don't know it's like rice something. Yeah, in there, they're but, popped rice. It's yeah. chocolate with popped rice. Like it is good. Crunchy rice cereal. It's good. I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of it. So it is very good. Uh, what I don't like is now, and like I said, when I was younger, I would candy. Any candy. Any candy is fine with me. Uh, but now, the uh, the gobstoppers. Essentially, just like hard oh, yeah. sugar I, you have to yeah. suck on for like 10, you know, 30 minutes to actually yep. get bound. Then when you bite it, you feel like you're breaking your teeth. I would agree with yes, that. Yes, I know. This sounds like old man stuff now. But they're terrible. Um, I much rather prefer... Like a, a lollipop over that. I mean, I'm sorry yeah. if we're giving away another one, but the Dum Dum lollipops still pretty good. They're 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 decent. They're At still least pretty they're small. There's a reason why they give them out of the doctor, folks. Okay? I know they do. They give them out of our dentist. So those uh, are still. Office. I know I just did too, but the Dum Dum lollipops, as far as kind of hard candy go, oh, off the chocolate beaten path, I'd still put that on the the best of list. And the flavors are great, in my opinion. Yeah, I was a root beer Dum Dum guy. Yeah. We're good. Sorry. Go for it. Peanut butter M&M's. Or no, peanut M&M's. That's what I meant. Ooh, peanut M&M's. Okay. Yep, M&M's. That is like, granted, I probably should just say all the M&M's as like a group. Just all the M&M's. They are so good. They continue to be good. Mm -hmm. I don't even like most like Hershey's chocolate and all that kind of stuff. But M&M's are the perfect size. You can have a little bit or you can have a lot. Yeah. And they're just good. It's true. They're just real good. They have so many flavors now. I think they have a brownie M&M. Shut up. I think that's a fact. I mean, the peanut butter ones the really are. The peanut butter are. ones are Those are my ultimate all-time favorite, but I don't see them frequently in Halloween candy. Yeah. 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 I mean, probably you, they're too expensive or yeah, something. Yeah. I think the, the mini packs are probably the, the regular and the peanut. I want to go get some like full size peanut butter M and M packs. We have to and give them away to the kids. Wow, no, we'd be and be like talk of the, the street most popular house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They'd be like, "Don't egg our house! Don't <laughs> pee our fence!" Did you <laughs> list a bad one? A bad one. <laughs> of course, candy corn. Ugh. And Ella got some from school. No. She got some from a family member. I was gonna. I thought it was cool. <laughs> Someone sent them to her. You know who you are. And they're like, they're like funfetti candy corns. Yeah, that's all. There's still, still candy corns. It's, it's just like 
adding corn syrup to powdered sugar. It's a starchy, just overly sweet, no good flavor, little semi. It's it's not, is it hard? <laughs> is it not hard? Like, it can't make up its mind. I will say, Don't like it. I will say, I've never liked candy corn. I've never liked candy corn. I, even as a kid, I was even like, as a kid, I would not pass. Even, yeah. I knew they were bad back then. Yeah. And yet they, <clears throat> but they are still around. Of course. Big candy corn. I don't corn. understand. Yeah. They got a hole in the market. Oh my gosh. All right. Let's do one from each list for both of us to do okay. one more of each. All right. So on my favorites list, mm. um, I think it's a standby. It's a, I think it's always good. Uh, the Snickers. Okay. I think Snickers, little tiny Snickers, the the mini Snickers. Yeah. Those are always great. Can't be mad at them, but I do think they've gotten sweeter over the years. Yeah, I know. Well, our taste buds have changed. That that cannot be debated. I think. Yeah. I think our taste buds have changed. So I'm going to throw another one out there for my worst of list, and I know I'm not going to be, I'm not winning any popularity contest with this, especially with you probably. Jelly beans. I don't like jelly beans. Yeah. I don't care about the flavor. I don't love jelly beans, I so I don't I'm care. Not, I don't need any kind of a kitschy, oh, this tastes like pina colada. I don't care. I don't like jelly beans. It's the teeth thing, too. It gets stuck in my teeth. It does. Yes, I know. Yeah. It really it's, does. It sounds like I'm aging as this podcast goes. <laughs> we are we're, officially we're, we're getting just older as like the podcast old continues. <laughs> I didn't really like jelly beans when I was little either. I I you know the ones that I do like even still, like if I can find them, the spicy jelly beans. Uh, I again oh, I again point to hot, my dad. Hot they're not tamales? hot no, they're no. not they're not the The Boston s- bean things. No, they're jelly beans, but they have, it's not like hot, like as in like cinnamon hot. They're like, they're like some other kind of spicy. It's like a warm spicy. My Hmm. dad used to find them around Easter. Okay. And they were so good. Those ones, those ones I would, I would say are not terrible, but otherwise like I'm with you, jelly beans. More work than that you really get out of it, you sure. know. All right, go for it. All right, so I'm gonna go for. You will see a pattern, kind of, with some of my favorites. I like texture. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw out the Kit Kat. Yep. Give me That's a break. A good call. That's Give a me good a break. call. Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. Mm-hmm. Um. And I will say that I've had like some of the the weird flavored ones. I actually really like the green tea flavored yeah, ones. You're, you're alone. On I'm that a weird. Island. I'm a weird one. Um, but yeah, I do love Kit Kats. They're not. They're again. They're not the top. They're not my top three. But I I really just like the wafer with the chocolate. Yeah, that's a good combo too. You know, kind of like that cookie crunch with the chocolate. Yeah, it's nice. Balance. I'm not mad at Kit Kat. But I'm going to do for my final um, things I don't like. I'm just going to group a whole lump of things. Oh, boy. I hate nougat. I don't care if you put chocolate on it. I don't care if there's caramel and chocolate on it. I don't care if you put it with a cookie. I hate nougat. I hate Charleston Chews. I hate Three Musketeers. Oh, man. I hate 
all of that, like Milky Way, oh. forget it. I hate them. And I always we, would end up with so many Milky Ways and Three Musketeers at Halloween. It would be like half my candy. And I would just give it up. I'd be like, somebody else want this? Anybody? Anybody? Trash? I've never liked it. I don't I don't know. It's there's something about it that is just fundamentally wrong to me. I I am a fan. It's not my top one, but I am a fan of the nougat. So. Oh god. So guys, hopefully you enjoyed this kind of uh uh unique fun. episode of uh giving giving our list of things that are, you know, like I said, it's not not that uh it's not health food. We know candy's no. not health food, and hopefully some of those stats, even though they were 10 years old, uh, 7,000 calories per Halloween and I mean, 3.4 pounds. That's ridiculous. Oh, you know which one I wish I could put on the, I liked it when I was a kid, but I hate it as an adult list. If the, if we had like a side list. Uh-huh. Fun dip. Yeah, Did you ever dip. get that? Oh, of course. I mean, I used to love, like, the pixie sticks when I was a kid. Uh Uh-huh, pixie sticks, yep. But as I got older, it makes me nauseous now thinking about it. I'm like, oh, yeah. "Mm -mm." Like I said, I think uh, honorable mention Skittles. I think I would still eat some Skittles right now. Skittles are a top-ranked one. though They're fruity, and they make your mouth water. I do. uh, Skittles, I'd probably still eat some Skittles right now. I used to really love Skittles, but... The grape ones. They used to have the sour Skittles. Mommy feet. Like an mommy feet. All right. The lists are done. The lists are done. We just keep going, categorizing candy. All right. So we got to move on to what's got us pumped. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. So uh, I think I kind of alluded to this, believe, last week about having more intros uh, in one week than I've had since I started. Uh, and including those intros was, uh, several people that signed up for the online training. So this past week I was building online programs, uh, quite frequently or multiple times this week. So it was really the first point, uh, first time that since I've been, you know, working with online clients through the Tamp Strength app that I was like, man, I'm actually, got uh, uh, several clients here, you know? So it's not just one here and there every other month or something like that. It's multiple people. Yeah. You know, and checking in with everybody too. So um, it's it's good. It's a, it's a way to, you know, help people even though they can't, like, you can't see them face-to-face. So, and that was the whole goal with online training. So if you guys are interested, once, uh, I know we've mentioned it before, but send us a DM on the ATF podcast and I'll connect with you uh, if you're interested in some online training. You need a a, a trainer, personal trainer, to create a, a customized workout plan for you. Uh, I can do so. So just send us a DM, and we'll connect and talk about fitness goals, equipment access, previous health conditions, current health conditions, and get you set up on the Tampa Strength app. So that's what's got me pumped. The app is coming right along. Yeah. And the clientele is coming right along, that's I should say, awesome. too. Mm-hmm. What about you? What's got you pumped? Mine is down to an app. And Hey, we're both apps. I know. Mm-hmm. It is it is also an app. It is nothing to do with fitness though. It is more for the mental health and satisfaction. I have like four different 
four, five, five emails that I check. Four of them I check more regularly. Um, but I have essentially lost control over a couple of them. My Gmail accounts are just, I mean, they're in the four figures. They're creeping like really scary towards five figures. And I just can't keep up with the damn emails. Like, I don't know how I even get on mailing lists half the time. And then I swear I unsubscribe, but each of them has 15 different emails. I end up with like monstrous, unmanageable email inboxes. I'm sure this is, I'm pretty sure this is like the state of the world for most people. Mm -hmm. I'm saying things that everyone's going, duh. Well, I found an app. It is an email client that works for Gmail and it's called Superhuman. And I guess like I stumbled across it twice. I came across it in like a, like a Forbes article or an Inc article or something like that. It's like how like, you know, like successful CEOs are using technology to, to streamline their lives. I get the sense that this has been used for a while among like the startups and the entrepreneurs and stuff like that. The Silicon Valley kind of people, probably that, that mm -hmm. crowd, the, you know, but I've never heard of it. <laughs> And I had a chance to go ahead and try it for, um, for work essentially, because I'm torn between, well, I need something that's going to streamline my life a little bit more in terms of the communications. And I didn't know if it was a project management tool or an email tool. I've looked and this, oh my gosh, this app has changed my opinion of email. Like I no longer see email as just this real huge pain in my ass. It's now organized. I have my inboxes all to like my main inboxes to zero. I mean, it is a beautiful thing. I've been able to unsubscribe from all the things or most of the things that I somehow have landed on over the years. And I've done this now. I've, I've organized three different emails mm -hmm. with this service and it's just brought me so much joy. And so I was really thrilled this week because, um, my day job, my bosses were like, yeah, sure. You know, it's of course you pay a monthly fee for it. Um, and like, yeah, if you think it's really helping that much, like it, you can set up reminders when you send an email so that if someone doesn't respond to your email, you can follow up, but mm -hmm. it's not like the annoying Gmail reminders. It's like more subtle and just kind of appears in your inbox again. Your inbox when it's clean is like this beautiful photograph that's like, it makes it worth getting your email to zero. Mm -hmm. You can insert little like snippets of code that you use all the time. You can schedule out your email sends. Again, I know you can do that with other, you know, other things in Gmail. But you can also see when people have read your emails that you've sent, oh, which is so, so handy if you're in a client like service focused industry. 
I mean, the fact that I knew my client didn't see the email, like, was was so much easier for me because I'm like, well, you know what? I'm not going to have to worry about that till Monday <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because they haven't even opened my email yet. So, I mean, it, there's so many little things. It's all keyboard shortcuts and, like, mm-hmm. tap shortcuts, but it's brought me so much joy, relief, and just mental sanity. So superhuman. If you have Gmail and your your inbox is like got you to that scared point, maybe maybe look into superhuman. There you go. That's cool. That's a good recommendation and good thing to be pumped about. So if you guys are pumped about anything in this episode or any of our past episodes, please let us know by doing all the things that we already talked about. Uh, yes. Telling a friend. Uh, leaving a rating review in Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app and or sending us a DM on the ATF podcast. Yes. So, uh, you got anything else for them tonight? No. This has been another edition of the Addicted Fitness Podcast and we'll check you next time. Hi. For all things Addicted Fitness, you can check out our website, addictedtofitnesspodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter at the ATF Podcast. And like and follow the Addicted to Fitness podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes store. Thanks.